Hola. Hi. Bienvenidas a Super Mamas. Super Mamas. This is Paulina. And this is Bricia. We're moms and sisters. I have two beautiful girls. Krista, who's four, and Sabina, who's one. And I have a handsome baby boy, Eduardo Santiago. And we welcome you to the Super Mama Sisterhood. We're here to help one another, inspire one another, and support each other through the ups and downs of motherhood. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Okay. Lista? Here we go. Hola, Super Mama. Hola. So this week in the podcast, we have two beautiful women here with us today. Yes, we have Kiara and Selene. Owners of the wonderful place La Libreria, which is a bookstore. Bookstore. Not a library. Very different. <laughs> uh, bookstore here in, here in LA that focuses on Spanish literature. Yes. They're going to share My with favorite us. Favorite bookstore. Yes. They're going to share with us their journey, how they started their business, how they started, why they started it. And now they have a book. It's incredible. We can't wait for you guys to hear. And also, my sister and I share a beautiful Target story. <laughs> my Target nightmare. <laughs> Would you rather have a crying child or, or a, a running, running child? child? That's hmm. the question. That's the question for today. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy the show. <laughs> Hello. What's up, everybody? Hola, chicas. ¿Cómo están? Hola. Hola. Mucho gusto. <laughs> I feel like we should do our intro today in Spanish because our guests are Spanish speakers. They are. I just feel so intimidated when people can speak like perfect Spanish. <laughs> they speak more than perfect Spanish. Especially like Kiara, who has a Spanish accent. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just speak Spanish because I don't want to embarrass myself. <laughs> It's English, you mean? I mean, yeah, English. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'll just speak English. I know. I'll she, just speak English. She has some like uh, college PhD educated words in there. That <laughs> Doesn't I'm like, she what? have a PhD? She does. Yeah. And she has a Spanish accent. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just let you speak Spanish <laughs> for everybody in the room. You all feel me, right? You know what I mean? I moved here when I was 10, but still my Spanish level isn't like at the PhD level. <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyway what's up sister not much how was your weekend it was good it was good it was um busy you know um i do have to tell you about my target story <laughs> i was very You're my very, target disney story yes target I was, is like my disney yes and then it's no longer gonna be and i was very disappointed in that let me tell you what happened what happened so i actually um I had planned to go to Target on Saturday. You know, I usually always go with the girls. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go. And luckily, Elizabeth, our sister, showed up at my house. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go to Target. Do you want to come with me? She was like, yeah, let's go. We went. And I've always been able to handle both girls to Target. Like, I've never had any issues, you know? Right, yeah. But this time, I was that mom with the two kids running on opposite directions at the same time crying or just hollering and ah! 
you know, and I am so oh, you were that so mom glad. that people people always like roll their eyes at. Yes, I was that mom that I had to like. I was in this um, aisle with shoes because I wanted to go buy me some shoes. I saw Linda's thing and I was like, I need to go buy some shoes. I literally put like a cart. Linda's thing. We're talking about Lose Warriors. Lose Warriors um, YouTube channel. YouTube she channel. did a Target haul. Y'all can look at it. We'll link yes. it on the description box on our website, supermomaspodcast.com. Yes. So you guys can check out the video Paulina was talking about and the so- sandals <laughs> Linda bought. See, you can't just say Linda's thing. You got to explain to people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Linda had a video and she mentioned that Target is carrying some cool shoes and I needed to buy some shoes for myself. So I barricaded my girls in between the aisles. Like I put cars and they, they would still get away with from me. And You they- barricaded your girls between. So wait, you took an aisle by yourself at Target? <laughs> I did. Who do you think I you should. are? <laughs> I'm a super mom. <laughs> so and they wait, they wait. How did you barricade the aisle with uh, with cards with cards? So you had two cards. Uh, I there was a card there that you know sometimes they put products that they're uh-huh. gonna put back, and I had my card, so I put one on each side, and I was like, what? "You guys stay here." I'm I don't think I've tr- ever heard that before. Well, I did That's it. So funny, but yeah. it didn't really work because they continued to run around, and they were like, "Yeah." you know so I'm so glad Elizabeth went with me because I was like no more I cannot come back by myself with two of them like there was a point where it was easy I would have Sabina on on the carrier and Krista on the cart and it was fine and dandy and everybody was having an awesome time and now nope nope no nope. Sabina's like ah! like you know just like arching her back when I put her in the car, she was like crying. The diaper was just like hanging with pee. And I was like, oh my God, like I can't, I can't. That was it. Like that was the last time I'm going to go with Target with both of them and by myself. I'm glad I didn't. I wasn't by myself because that would have been the first time that mm-hmm. I walked, that would have walked away from a store. I never walked away from a store, even if they're throwing a tantrum or whatever. Uh-huh. I never do because I'm like, no. This is my challenge and I'm going to do it. But I, if Elizabeth wasn't there, I would have probably just walked out. With what nothing. did Elizabeth think? She was just helping me. I mean, she was just like, we. she went to Oaxaca, right? <laughs> she was just like, I'm never having a child. <laughs> yeah. So I went. she went to Oaxaca and she saw her friend Adriana, China. Hi, China. Oh. Hi, China. And she was like telling her, don't have a kid. Wait for, you know, wait. <laughs> So then she was like, I get what Adriana was saying. I'm not going to have a kid soon. And I was like, yeah, don't. <laughs> More than that, don't have two. What an encouragement <laughs> to non-mommy <laughs> listeners right now. And so, yeah. So, you know, I was like, I was very heartbroken that I'm not going to be able to just pick up and go. <laughs> You're like, I can't go to Target anymore. <laughs> yeah. And then, no, that made me realize that like there's many, uh, like there's other places that I probably won't be able to just pick up and go like before, like stores more than anything. Mm-hmm. Because people, you know, I mean, nobody was looking at me weird or at least I didn't. I didn't really. To be honest, one, I didn't even look up. <laughs> I so if there like, was people looking bad at you, you didn't notice. I didn't even notice. Okay. I didn't know. It, I didn't really. It. No, if I start thinking about that and caring, I would have probably like, just, just go, you know. But um, I managed to do all my shopping. But it was in a shorter time. It was just fast. It was just like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's not enjoyable like it was. It was not enjoyable like it was before. Yeah. Sabina is running now. So that was, that was because, yeah, who do you, who do you go after when they go on like opposite mm-hmm. direction? Right. Which one right. do you choose? 
you know i would probably go after sabina and just be like Krista, get back here you yeah. know but i was like very threatening with <laughs> she didn't care she was like okay you know whatever i was like sit down here wait for me i'm putting on my shoe i'm trying on some shoes and then she was like okay and then i would turn around she was gone <laughs> so <laughs> and I was I was on my Snapchat after because I couldn't even Snapchat because I had so I was in the car and I, <laughs> and was I like, couldn't Snapchat on top yeah. of everything. Uh. So then I was on the Snapchat and I was like, thank God there was no gorillas in that Target because my kids <laughs> would have probably fallen in that pit, both of them. And I'd be like, ah, you know, because they were just they were crawling, they were running, they didn't have any shoes on. <laughs> You were that mom. I was that mom. My kids didn't have any shoes on. They were I'm just judging you right now. They went around the shoe aisle, you know, picking up things, putting them on their mouth. <sighs> that was my. But it's only story. for a little bit. It's uh, only for a little it's bit. It's never happened uh, to me before. Well, you know, I think it's stages. It's stages for everything. For example, you know, that's why parents have kids on leashes. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm considering getting her a backpack with a leash. Because it's their little backpacks, aren't they? It's a little backpack. Yeah, so like... She would probably take it off. Like, here's your backpack and I'll just hold it. So it's not really a leash. It's just a backpack you have access to. I get it, though. You know what I mean? I get it. I would have... If I had them on the leash, they, they I would probably still try on the shoes and they'd be pull, pulling on the leashes. But I would be like... At least you're in my vicinity. <laughs> But I did get two pairs of really nice shoes. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go check out Target. They have Dolce Vita. They do? They have Dolce Vita. Dang, Target. What's up? And I got some really cute like sandals for like really affordable prices. Oh, nice. That's why I love Target. I need to... Well, first I need to get a pedicure. I try to give myself <laughs> a pedicure this weekend. <laughs> I am not even going to show you my toe. <laughs> I realize that I need to master this. I need to YouTube how to give yourself a pedicure. I don't even try. I no, but like now I'm like I should learn how to do this at least like for emergencies. My toe is busted. I mean, for emergencies, I just go and get the darkest nail polish possible, and whatever color I have, I'll just put it on top. No, but like, how do you get around the edges? Yeah, I don't know. Do you That's know what hard. I mean? Yeah. Like the edges are all like nasty. Well, anyway, okay, <laughs> this is not about my toe. I wanted to talk to you about how I was telling you it's about stages. So I feel like it's just okay. I'll give you, I'll put myself as an example for this. So, uh, you know, when the kid was up to six months, maybe a little later, I could go to any restaurant I wanted. He mm-hmm. would sleep through the, through the meal. And like, that was perfect, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then comes the stage where that all they want to do is arch their back and you have like five minutes to eat. Yeah. And then comes the stage where they can actually sit and eat. Uh-huh. And then, you know, so it's like stages, the same thing. Like right now, I have I have been like so freaked out about taking my kid out and like doing errands <laughs> with him. You know that. You know yeah. this. Like I'm like I can't go anywhere because I have my child and I cannot go into a store with him and like but lately I've been feeling very comfortable. Yeah. And for the first time also at Target, mm-hmm. I put him in the in the cart. Oh yeah, yeah. I went to Target to get some stuff with my husband. And like I put him in the cart. It was the first time I was like this is awesome. I don't even have to carry you because yep. you can just sit on here in this little beautiful cart and it's like a game. I'm like, hey, yeah. that's only going to last a certain amount, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then I might get into where you are where like I put him and he's just arching his back and it's like, <laughs> and then you have to like really schedule it around their nap time, around their eating <sighs> time because like un- unless the kid is like rested and fed, 
Yep. They like they're they, forget it. Forget mm-hmm. it. Like I am not going anywhere if nope. he hasn't napped or eaten, you know, yeah. because then all I'm going to get is back arching and <laughs> all these things. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like and that's it. Like our life but but that's the same thing as us. And it goes back to what Lily love was up Lily. Was talking about about treating kids as yeah. people and like I get it. Like if I haven't eaten and I'm tired, and like someone is forcing me to do something, like go to a store or <laughs> something, of course I'm gonna get like frustrated and yeah. and like that, you know. Definitely. So, I mean, it's just and it's just no. Patience. I know it was it was a uh, I think it was some months, and I even said on the podcast like I did it. I went myself with them to two stores, you know. And you were like, "How do you do it?" And I was like, "I don't know. I just did." But I've actually been looking at double strollers. Um, because I think he's, he's gonna make things easier. Okay, but how do you? Okay, that's I don't get how you go with a stroller into a store. Because on, what about the cart and then the stroller? Is no, it like a stroller I mean, with a huge bag in the bag? Like if you're gonna get like well, that's why I have my um, toilet paper. Well, no, I wouldn't go into Target with a stroller. I'm just saying, like for other things that I would do, I would use a oh. stroller. I think it would be easier because see, at the beginning when we started. A Target, you know, Savina was in the city. <laughs> I know, we're having a whole thing about like how to shop at Target <laughs> with two kids. But like, uh, Krista, usually what she does is like she gets on on, on, on the on the end of the car, like uh-huh. uh, she stands uh-huh. and she push, she helps me push her. So I was like, this is great, you know, she's, but Savina started like getting her little feet out of the basket and wanting to sit. And she was very upset because she had the seat, the seat belt. And then that's when she started crying. And, you know, I'd rather have, would you rather have a running child or a crying child? I don't know. <laughs> that is a very hard question. <laughs> yeah, because see, I, I was like, okay, fine. Let me put you down. So I put it on. Like, da, 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 da. She was like, just like, she would take off. And she thought it was funny. And she would just run like laughing she took off her shoes i wonder what rye would do in the situation yeah what would rye do well funny you mentioned <laughs> but i actually took a parenting course you did on saturday i, I totally there. wish you would have come with me by the way I, I totally wish it was so good it was really really good and i shout out to erica i keep pushing her to do a podcast because i feel like she is like the baby whisperer <laughs> I haven't like shared this. We're so over our time, but um, I was having some problems with the baby sleeping last week. Right. She told me what to do. Freaking magic. Really? Magic, dude. She's like, in two nights, he'll be fine. Mark her words. Two nights, he was fine. What did she do? What did you do? I mean, that's like a, a I'll share with you guys next week. It's a little, <laughs> we're over time. We have beautiful, wonderful guests that we want to get to that part of the show. But anyway, so she you know, she tells us about like what to do with tantrums and all these things. And she had this whole thing about like learning authenticity within yourself. So your child could be authentic and like just kind of like reaching into the child's psyche per se. Mm -hmm. So like, I guess in that situation, Erica would have just been like, okay, what do you, what do do, do you want? You want to be able to shop by your, you want to be able to shop in them to be like, controllable right Mm -hmm. so if what you want is for for sabina to stay in the cart you should have let her in the cart if that's what you wanted do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you didn't like the fact that she was crying but ideally that would have been the best thing Mm -hmm. so you tell her like i hear you're crying but this is what's gonna happen i'm gonna shop and you know you let her cry until she calms down she has to learn how to deal with the emotions 
and then her realize that she has to stay in there. Yeah. However long it takes. And that's when the whole thing about like, oh my God, people are going to be looking at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she's crying and people are hovering me. And I'm like that mom with the crying child now. <laughs> and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you have to do what's about, you have to think about your family and your kid and you. Yeah. And you, because you want to go back to Target. I want to go back to yeah. Target. And you're going to, you can't, you have to fix what's yeah. happened. You can't just put a bandaid on it and be like, okay, here, run then here, run. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. because then you're going to be following her around and then she's not going to be happy because you just, in Raya, what they say is you just stripped her of her emotion. Right. You didn't let her deal with the crying. Yeah. But again, it's what you said, right? Like, it's easy said. It's mm-hmm. so easy for me to say that. But like, if I'm in the situation, <laughs> I probably would have run out of this place because I am not, you know? <laughs> but we, as moms, we have to learn like, this is my child and he's yeah. crying. Yes. Oh, well. I'm yeah. going to stay here until he deals with I his do. big emotion. I do that. Like, remember when you did that with Gap with Krista? Yeah, yeah. That one time? And then next time she goes, she knows that she has to sit there. Yeah, she doesn't. You know, actually, after I actually sat Krista on the cart, I was like, okay, Krista, that's done. You were going to sit in the cart. And so she sat in the cart and she was just like, okay, I guess I can't do anything anymore. So then, you know, that was it. So then we just went to pay. But, um, it was it was just like it was just a different experience for me, and yeah, I've been thinking about like how, I mean because I have to do it. I mean, Elizabeth is not always with me, and you know I have to do a lot of things on my on my own. So I'm gonna have to figure it out. You know, it was just like eye opening to no, see that course. we're like in a different stage now because before it was walking a little bit, but now she runs. So it's both and here of them. and here I am like, come on, baby, walk already. Maybe he should wait longer. <laughs> no, wait, wait. All right, guys. Well, let's get to our interview. We're so excited to have these two beautiful women here. We'll be right back. so excited to have these two guests here today because we all know how much we struggle with keeping our kids bilingual right right I know, i'm really excited to have them i met i met both of them um a little while ago and i'm a huge fan of um their their store la liberia i it was I even like a pick of, a, of the week one time for me because i really love it i think i met them like about two or three years at Lea LA. Mm-hmm. Lea LA is an event that's hosted in LA. Yeah. Um, a book fair. I think they're skipping this year. They are. They, they always skip. They skip. They think they do it every other year. Okay. And I remember, like, so it was maybe three years ago that I met him, and I went and I got to their booth, and I started picking, like, all these books because they were, like, so cool, right? And I was like, oh my God, I want this one, and this one. And then when I get. How, okay, there, how many books do you have at I have uh, so many. You do, huh? I, but they love them, and they yeah. never get tired of them. And when I got to pay, I got a card, and I was like, wait, this is here in LA? Like, how come I didn't know about this? So then after that, I started, um, you know, just 
finding more about them and I was so excited because they have so many amazing books in Spanish. Not your typical books like that you can find on Amazon. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of like really cool books from a lot of Latin America publishing companies. Mm -hmm. So it's really cool. Every time we go, my kids have a blast and we spend there like an hour, an hour and a half. And it's more than a bookstore, right? It's more than a bookstore. Well, let's hear firsthand from the owners. (laughs) Hi, ladies. Hello. So it's Selena Navarrete and Chiara Arroyo. The, Hi, the co-found co-owners, right, of um, La Libreria. Hello. Hi, guys. <laughs> thank you for the invitation. Oh, uh, no, thank you for being here. And can you just tell everybody what La Libreria is? Yes. Just because I don't feel like we give it enough justice because, yes, you're a bookstore, mm-hmm. but you guys do so much more. You guys should do a daycare. <laughs> <laughs> or I should just drop off my kid there and you guys teach him how to speak Spanish. Pero cuéntenos. Claro que sí. ¿Qué es La Libreria? La librería es, pues eso, más que una librería, como vosotros habéis dicho, es una, pues es un, nosotros, a nosotras nos gusta llamarlo proyecto, Ajá. porque tiene que ver mucho con nuestra pasión, que son los libros infantiles, con el idioma español y con nuestras culturas, ¿no? Yo soy de España y Selene, como vais a notar, es mexicana, <risa> eh, y... En realidad es un, es un espacio de encuentro para right. que familias, ya sea familias angloparlantes o familias hispanohablantes, en realidad no importa el idioma que se hable, pero lo que tienen en común estas familias que vienen a la librería es que están interesadas en que sus hijos sean bilingües right. mm-hmm. claro. y que sean mm, niños, jóvenes, que sean sensibles a la diversidad cultural, que les interese y tengan curiosidad por conocer otros países, otras culturas, otros idiomas. Entonces, eh, bueno, pues sí, es una tienda, es, un, es ¿no? una librería donde se venden libros. También es un lugar donde cada mes se hace un evento, un evento cultural. Invitamos eh, pues artistas, ya sea escritores, ilustradores, músicos. Colaboramos con artistas locales y artistas que, bueno, que están de paso por, por Los Ángeles y vienen a visitarnos. Oh, wow. Y, um, y just really fast. ¿Nos podrías decir la diferencia entre una librería y una biblioteca? Because this is a huge word difference that I... A li- biblioteca es a library, right? Car- yes, sí. Y una librería es un... bookstore. It's a bookstore, okay. Sí. <laughs> Let's start with that. Let's start with that. <laughs> es por eso. So, can you tell us a story and how you guys got started? Because that's number one. How did you guys start your own business, start your own project... How did you guys were like, let's open a bookstore. In Spanish. Ta- in Spanish. Okay, so it's like, let's open a bookstore in a time where no one's buying books. In Spanish. <laughs> like, tell us where this idea came from and like, what pushed you over the edge to be like, you know what, let's just do it. I believe in it. How did you guys find each other? How did you guys meet each other? Tell us the love story. <laughs> bueno, pues, Kiara y yo nos conocimos en la escuela de nuestros hijos. Um, fue nuestro primer año en la escuela eh, y fue, fue muy afortunado que su hijo Leo y mi hija Matilde estuvieran en el mismo salón. A ver, ¿cuántos hijos tienen y sus edades? Eh, bueno, yo tengo dos hijos, Matilde, que tiene nueve años, y Santiago, que tiene cuatro. Kiara. Mm. Y yo tengo tres, Nicolás, que Ay, tiene... ¡Ay, madre! ¿Tienes tres hijos? <risa> We were talking about that. We were. Sí, tengo tres, soy loca de tres. Eh, <risa> Nico de once... 
Leo, que es la misma de Matilde, de nueve, y otra Matilde, <risa> también tenemos eso en común, cada una tiene una Ay, hija sabe. Matilde, <risa> la mía es más chiquita, tiene siete años. Oh, oh. Okay. Y bueno, resulta que pues este nos tocó compartir, bueno, nuestros hijos compartieron la misma el mismo salón, ¿no? Y bueno, cada una en su momento, eh, de, estábamos un poco decepcionadas con la oferta de literatura infantil en español, en general en Los Ángeles, pero específicamente en la feria del libro que se ofreció en, bueno, que, que, que tuvo lugar en la escuela. Uh -huh. Entonces, era nuestro primer año en la escuela. Eh, viene la feria del libro, como ustedes saben, eh, es una tradición aquí en Estados Unidos organizar ferias del libro en las escuelas. Y bueno, fuimos a la feria y bueno, en mi caso, de verdad, fue... Fue bastante triste eh, ver que había muy pocos libros en español y también que la calidad de los libros que estaban ahí, pues no era tan buena. Eh, tenían problemas en la estructura gramatical, problemas de ortografía y realmente era una pena, ¿no? Especialmente porque sabemos, bueno, Los Ángeles, mmm, hay muchos hispanos aquí en Los Ángeles, hay muchos niños hispanos en las escuelas de, de Los Ángeles y bueno, en California y en Estados Unidos en general. Entonces, para mí era, fue realmente así como un shock, uh -huh. ¿sabes? De decir, bueno, ¿cómo es posible que en una ciudad de este tamaño, con la población hispana tan grande que tiene, no pueda tener una oferta de libros de mayor calidad? Right. Eh, en ese momento, bueno, eh, Kiara tuvo esta misma, bueno, tuvo, tuvo esta misma frustración ¿no? uh -huh. sobre, sobre esto y nos convertimos en amigas desde antes de que fundáramos la librería. Entonces, en una de nuestras conversaciones, eh, Kiara comentó pues que sería bonito, ¿no? Como empezar un proyecto de este tipo. Y, pero en realidad empezamos con un proyecto de, al, o sea, de forma voluntaria en la escuela. Nos involucramos en la Feria del Libro y decidimos platicar con editoriales eh, sobre la situación de la escuela, de la Feria del Libro y pedimos que nos dejaran sus libritos para que los vendiéramos ahí, ¿no? Y fue, la verdad, una experiencia súper linda. Eh, tuvimos un recibimiento súper lindo en la escuela al punto que vendimos todo lo que oh, llevamos wow. a la wow. feria. Y, y la gente, o sea, la experiencia fue linda en todos los sentidos, no solo, obviamente, bueno, vendimos los libros y se acabó, pero la, la gente que se acercaba a comprar libros eh, nos decían, hemos estado esperando algo así por muchos uh -huh. años. Mira, estos son los libros que leí cuando yo era chica o mamás que decían, mira, esta, esto es, esto es, esta es la ciudad donde yo nací o donde yo crecí. Entonces fue, como les digo, una experiencia lindísima. Al principio fuimos, fue un proyecto voluntario en la escuela, eh, pero al terminar la feria, pues se corrió la voz, otras escuelas nos empezaron a llamar y fue en el momento en que Kiara y yo, bueno, nos sentamos y dijimos. Eh, Realmente queremos hacer esto como voluntarias toda la vida. <risa> y pues de ahí empezado, ¿no? Empezamos a, a ver eh, las oportunidades que había en este tipo de negocio. Dijimos, bueno, vamos a, a intentarlo. Uh -huh. Y así es como empezamos. Esto fue en el 2012. Oh, wow. Estamos cumpliendo cuatro años ah, eh, con el proyecto. Gracias. Y bueno, empezamos con las ferias de libro en las escuelas. Eh, un año después abrimos una tienda en internet y hace un año inauguramos nuestra tienda física. Y bueno, eso es la librería. ¿Y cómo les va, chicas? 
Pues bien, bien. Eh, yo el otro día pensaba, ¿no? Cuando empezamos, pues eso, como miembros del comité de la Feria del Libro de la Escuela, ¿no? Intentando, llamando al consulado, llamando a... Um, utilizando nuestros contactos, ¿no? Amigos, sí. pues ya había trabajado en el mundo editorial, Selene tenía sus contactos aquí y entonces, ¿no? Oye, que queremos traer libros buenos, ¿cómo le hacemos? Y dábamos nuestras tarjetas de nuestras business cards que no tenían nada que ver con la librería, ¿no? Y no, no sé, y luego también aprovechábamos que estaba Léala, ¿no? Ajá, ajá. Y, y entonces yo sabía pues que los domingos eh, los, las, las editoriales se quieren deshacer de los libros. Y entonces ahí, no, ahí nos ves a Selena y a mí con una pick-up. ¡Oh, wow. la feria, dice aquí. Tenemos que llevar todas las cajas de libros posibles porque luego pues es mucho más... O sea, el coste de importarlas claro, claro. y guiarlos pues es caro porque el libro pesa, ¿no? Sí, y las palabras pesan. Exacto. Y, pero bueno, hicimos ahí nuestro músculo cargando, descargando, montamos la fiera. Yo me las, imagino, las así como que, ¿quieres esos libros? Los vas a llevar, sí. te los compro. A ver tú, ¿quieres tus libros? Te los agarro. Sí, entonces estaban, pues en así, entonces estaban los editoriales, oye, que vienen, que vienen, que quieren todo esto, que se llevan lo otro, que se llevan lo demás allá. Hay dos chicas que se llevan tus libros. Sí, dos mamás, o sea, como que no entendía bien, porque aparte... Era el principio de Leala también, ¿no? Y uh -huh. los editores no entendían, ¿no? Con, o sea, venían aquí pero no conocían lo que estaba pasando. O sea, que claro. había tantas escuelas con programas bilingües. Sí. O de Dual Immersion, ¿no? O sea, como que había... Y para muchos de ellos era, de hecho... Perdón, Kiara. Eh, era ajena la idea. O sea, no tenían ni idea de las ferias del libro. Porque Ajá. eso, por ejemplo, en, al menos en México no existe. Sí, sí, cierto. Entonces, no, Clara y yo veníamos con esta historia de que somos mamás, que queremos llevar esto a la Feria del Libro de la Escuela de los Niños, y pues era todo nuevo en, en su momento, ¿no?, para ellos. Sí, por alguna, por alguna razón que no sabemos todavía, nos creyeron, se fiaron de nosotros, porque nos llevamos, pues al final es como si nos estuvieran prestando dinero, ¿no? Sí, claro, claro. claro. O sea, sí, nos sí, estábamos sí. llevando es, en especia bastantes dólares. Y, y bueno, y lo, como decía Selena, se corrió la voz entre otras escuelas, porque el, la reacción de los padres de familia, pero también de los maestros y de los directores, era, es que llevamos años esperando estos libros, yeah. porque nadie lo ha hecho antes. Y ese de por qué nadie lo ha hecho antes, pues es una cosa que no está aquí en el sí, sí, sí. En la oreja, que de vez en cuando dices, bueno, a ver qué pasa, ¿no? Porque pues nunca, vamos, yo por lo menos nunca me imaginé que acabaría viviendo en Los Ángeles eh, vendiendo y promoviendo la literatura infantil en español, ¿no? Claro. Sí. Y pues nos, nos va bien, estamos contentas porque creemos que estamos poniendo un un granito de arena uh -huh. ¿no? en, en, claro. la, en la comunidad uh -huh. y también estamos eh, pues ayudando, ¿no? creando puentes con, pues te digo, con otras familias uh -huh. que, que no conocen el, el, pues Latinoamérica, que no conocen la, la, la literatura en español y, y pues el libro en el fondo es un es un, una ventana, una puerta, ¿no? A, a un viaje. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that I love the most about La Libreria is like every time I go in there, there's people that like look so different from each other. Like there's all kinds of people there. Like there's not only like just Latinos, there's people from everywhere trying to buy books in Spanish. And you know like we sometimes we feel like it's only us interested in those kind of things but no it's like there's so many people out there trying to make their kids bilingual and me i was i was always struggling i would buy books in mexico every time i would travel to mexico or oaxaca i would go to a library over there like bookstore not over a there. library not See? a library See? <laughs> a bookstore <laughs> i would go to a bookstore there and just buy books for my kids you know i would go to tj remember i would go mm -hmm. to tj and buy books for for my daughter because i was like there isn't books in spanish here like 
like good books because you're right you know the translation sometimes I was like that makes no sense oh my yeah? gosh that's what I have in my home yeah I have like four books that were gifted to me and I'm like I can't even read this to you <laughs> like this makes no sense like because it's think, a very literal translation yeah I think one of the books I have is like spot hiding or something something about a spot yeah. I honestly opened it once and I closed it and I was like forgive me whoever gave me this book <laughs> who's listening to this I was like this makes no sense like I, 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 I will take a picture of some of the stuff and put it on Instagram and be like I don't get this translation mm-hmm. um, but what you guys offer are actual books that are published in these countries Latin American countries so it's obviously a very thorough way of reading in Spanish right and you also proper guys, way proper way it's and you guys also Spanish. have um, literature it's not just like kids books right cuando ustedes dicen infantil is it like up to 5th grade up to 12th grade like and I know you guys just published your own book. Yes. So that's super exciting. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about like the range of books that you guys have. And then the journey of saying, um, let's publish a book. Because now you guys are not only in the selling book business, but now you guys actually published it in, like an actual book mm-hmm. from you guys. So how is that? That's like another baby. What? So now she has four kids now. <risa> bueno, la colección eh, incluye aproximadamente 3.000 títulos wow. de casas editoriales. Wow. ¿Tienen 3.000 títulos en su librería? Uh-huh. Ese sí wow. es nuestro catálogo. Y bueno, principalmente vienen de, bueno, de casas editoriales en Latinoamérica y en España. Y calidad ha sido siempre uh-huh. el parámetro que utilizamos para la selección. Y cuando hablamos de calidad, no solo nos referimos a historias divertidas, a historias buenas. Para nosotros también es muy importante eh, la ilustración. Uh-huh. Sí, entonces, eh, es, ha sido una de las, como les dije, uno de los parámetros o el parámetro más importante que, que rige nuestra colección. Y bueno, eh, la, la idea de viajar fuera de, de, de Estados Unidos para seleccionar los libros tiene que ver también con con el hecho de que nos interesa que los libros hablen de las culturas de nuestros países. Right. Y que, como lo comentó Kiara hace un momento, que sean una ventana right. a, a, a nuestros I países. I think that's like really, really cool because I think like many other things, when people think of Latin literature, they feel, you know, some people are like, ah, it's, you know, it, it's probably not good. Mm-hmm. But they don't know the richness that there is in Latin America and Spain, you know, just in Spanish in general. And I have, I've, I have many books from La Liberia and I love, and my kids love every single one of them. And it's like you said, it's not only the story, but the, the drawings, everything. It's just very, very different from what I can find here. It's funny because I remember once at the LA times, I think it was one, the first time we, We participated at the book fair. At the book fair, yeah, the LA, LA Times Festival of Books. Actually, that's the that's called. Yeah, <laughs> and um, there was a couple. They were English speakers. They didn't know any Spanish, and they stopped and they bought a bunch of books just because they 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 thought they were beautiful. Yeah. So the illustration are different. When Very we, different. When we share the space in a school where and you, there is a Scholastic on a side or Mrs. Nelson, whoever, and another company, and then us. It's it's you 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 see the difference the yeah. aesthetic of the of the covers it's yes. just uh, yeah it, it tells you about the culture no? mm-hmm. yeah it tells you about the richness of our culture which yeah. I think is pretty important 
And there's a lot of a lot of. I feel like I should read like a fifth grader's book in like a like a fifth grader's <laughs> level in Spanish. Yeah. Because, you know, to get me started with better pronunciation in Spanish, mm -hmm. to get me better with, like, la dictación, you know, mm -hmm. like, and, and it will be easier to read. And I feel like maybe some moms um, or just people in general um, that have maybe lost a little bit of their Spanish. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a good way of kind of, you know, just yeah. edging, like, softening the edges. No, it is. And it keeps, you, it keeps you updated with your Spanish because some of this, some, when I read to my kids, I'm like, oh. What is this like when she asked me what it means? I was like, oh wait, and I have to like look it up sometimes. I'm like, oh, I forgot about that word, you know. And it just keeps you, as a parent, it also keeps you, yeah, you know, fluent in your own Spanish. Maybe we should read the book you guys published. <laughs> <laughs> bueno, la la parte de, de, o sea, cuando hablamos de calidad en la colección, eh, siempre hemos dicho que un libro bueno para niños le va a gustar también a los adultos. Sí. Entonces, no te preocupes sí. que si lees de quinto, no importa. Hay que leer desde kinder, desde cero años para... Los libros de pequeñitos eh, te van a gustar de cualquier forma. Sí, es la verdad. Respondiendo a tu pregunta, pues los libros tenemos desde cero años, ¿no? Libros que, tra que trabajan las texturas uh -huh. o ¿no? los colores, uh -huh. ¿no? el impacto visual, hasta libros para hasta high school. Pero, oh. también, <coughs> perdón, pero también tenemos libros editoriales, bueno, joyitas que llamamos nosotros, que en realidad son libros que un adulto podría comprar o un young adult, ¿no? Uh -huh. Y de hecho tenemos al algunos clientes, son los, los que menos, pero que también vienen a comprar libros para ellos. Oh, wow, oh. I need to see those. Uh -huh. A ver, de un, ¿cuál es tu libro favorito de un niño de 0 a 2, a 3 años? Como dame unos pics. A mí hay uno que me gusta mucho que es de Alejandro Magallanes, de la editorial SM, que se llama Esto no es. Alejandro Magallanes es un artista mexicano, diseñador gráfico, eh, la, la verdad es multifacético y sobre todo es cartelista, ilustrador oh, y entonces wow. él lo que hace es eh, escribe sus... Ilustra, ha ilustrado muchos libros, por ejemplo, él ha diseñado toda la colección de la editorial Almadía. Oh, sí, oh, yeah. sí, sí, mm -hmm. que los conozco muy bien. Uh -huh. Paisanos, oajaqueños. Shout sí. out. <laughs> I, no, I cannot wait until they have kids so they can do more kids' books. Yeah. <laughs> they have a few, yeah, but yeah. I know, but, like, they won't, but they won't get it until they have children. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like once they have kids, Almadía is going to turn to Almadía Junior or something, <laughs> you know? Like, like, have a kid already. Uh -huh. And, well, este libro, en realidad, lo que hace es... Mm, estimular la imaginación de los adultos oh. en realidad de los niños y entonces repite es un, un libro que va repitiendo esto no es y entonces aparece punto una piedra no y luego las giras la página es no perdón esto no es y entonces el niño dice una piedra no esto no es una piedra luego gira la página y dice esto es y es un marciano no porque a la piedra igual la, la ah, le ha ah, añadido oh. algún otro elemento y la ha convertido en en, otra, en otro objeto, ¿no? Oh, y entonces el niño va repitiendo, eh, o sea, lee, porque la repetición le ayuda a identificar, ¿no? A descodificar ajá, las palabras. Ajá. Y por otro lado, pues una piedra de repente puede ser, ¿no? Un marciano o, no sé, una engrapadora de repente se convierte en una ballena, ¿no? Oh, y entonces, bueno, es como... Tengo, uno, es tengo yo un libro similar que igual compré en México que se llama Esto no es una caja. No sé si, ajá, esto no es una caja, es esto. Y esto no I es love mi, that. She, Krista loves that book. Sí, entonces. Hay otro libro muy lindo para esa edad que mencionas, el rango de edad, y es el libro, se llama El, el monstruo de colores. Oh. 
Es una, es una historia muy bonita. La escritora es española. Eh, su nombre es Ana Llanas. Y es prácticamente la historia de una niña que ayuda a un monstruo a, de alguna forma, lidiar con sus, sus emociones y sus sentimientos. Es una historia simple, divertida, porque eh, le enseña al monstruo que cada emoción tiene un color. Entonces, por ejemplo, si el monstruo está rojo, está enojado. Si el monstruo está amarillo, está contento. Si el monstruo está verde, está tranquilo. Entonces, al principio de la historia, el monstruo está de todos los colores y no sabe qué está pasando con él. Es como lo que pasa con nuestros niños, ¿no? De repente que están bien enojados y se tiran, pero sí, en sí, realidad sí. están cansados. Sí, sí, sí. Pero no, 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 no saben cómo cómo lidiar con ese tipo de, de, de sentimiento, de emoción. Y, y la historia es muy bonita porque la niña le, le enseña la, eh, lo que son las diferentes emociones a través de los colores. Entonces el niño no solo aprende de esto, pero de las emociones, pero también aprende los colores. Oh, wow. Y es un libro pop-up, así que a los chiquitos oh. les encanta porque pueden... I need to, I need to voy, tengo que ir a la librería al rato. Y, y este, otros libros, por ejemplo, de primero a quinto grado que pueden recomendar eh, Favori o favoritos o ahorita lo que sus hijos están leyendo bueno a mis hijos les gusta mucho el libro que nosotras hicimos nuestra primera nuestra primera aventura como editorial que es eh, eh, Luis y Jennifer en no César Chávez y la máquina del tiempo ya se me ha olvidado pero sí Luis y Jennifer <risa> en César Chávez y la máquina del tiempo es un cómic en mi casa ah. somos bastante fans de las novelas gráficas y de los cómics oh, nice. Y mm, es una ficción, pero recupera elementos reales de lo que pasó con, con, la, sí, con la, ¿no? la causa, con la, con la vida y la de César Chávez. Entonces, básicamente son unos niños, es, pasa aquí en una escuela que existe en Los Ángeles. Y además nos gustaba porque la protagonista es una niña y uh -huh. un niño, un niño con gafas, con lentes, ¿no? O sea, también para nosotros era importante que, como sentimos que hay cierta, sobre todo en Estados Unidos, cierta falta de diversidad uh -huh. ¿no? en los personajes, uh -huh. en las historias muchas ¿En todo? veces sí, en, bueno, <risa> a pesar de ser un país muy diverso claro, ¿no? sí. pero pues las editoriales grandes pues como que no tienen en cuenta en realidad la diversidad de la población y de los lectores ¿no? y para nosotros es importante que el que lea se sienta identificado ¿no? porque uno cuando claro. lee una historia tiene que sentir el clic si no claro. sienta el clic pues no va a seguir ¿no? Sí. bueno entonces Luis y Jennifer son estos protagonistas y Jennifer en este caso es la es como la, la más inteligente del grupo y Empowering Girls yes. Yes. Eh, We're all about that. crea una máquina del tiempo y ha, ha, ha creado sabe cómo mandar cosas a, al pasado uh -huh. pero no sabe todavía cómo regresarlas Oh. Y entonces está Brian, que bueno, su abuelo trabajó en, con César Chávez y entonces es la semana de César Chávez en la escuela y viene a contar lo que pasa. Y él pues dice, ay, qué pesado mi abuelo que está contando, qué aburrido él con sus viejas historias, ya me tiene harto. Y entonces decide, bueno, pues pasa de todo y va a tocar los botones de la máquina que no debe y toca el botón equivocado y viaja al, ¿no? o sea, a 1960 cuando está toda ¿no? la época de 
el inicio del movimiento de Chávez. Y a partir de ahí, bueno, pues se desencadenan una serie de aventuras y los niños entienden de una manera, desde nuestro punto de vista, divertida, ¿no? y a través de una novela gráfica, uh -huh. ¿no? el típico libro de historia, ¿no? uh -huh. yeah. que, ¿por qué es importante para ellos conocer a Chávez? O sea, ¿qué, qué implicaciones tiene en el 2017, o 2016, ya me he adelantado, <risa> hoy en día no conocer a, a, a Chávez o Dolores Huerta, o en fin, ¿no? y todo, todo el equipo de gente que, pues, que luchó ¿no? para wow. los campesinos? Wow. Pues felicidades y muchas gracias, ¿eh? la verdad... Lo que están haciendo es increíble. ¿Todavía les llaman escuelas para que vayan a hacer book fairs? <risa> sí, la, ver, la verdad es que, bueno, las ferias de libro siguen siguen eh, visitando varias escuelas, ya no solo en Los Ángeles, oh, wow. sino que también en otras partes de California y fuera de California. Básicamente, mandamos ferias a Minnesota, wow. a Texas, a todas partes en Estados Unidos y bueno, una cosa que no mencionamos antes cuando describimos el proyecto es que además de, de tener la tienda y trabajar con, con nuestras ferias de libro, también nosotros estamos eh, apoyando a distritos escolares y al, al sistema de bibliotecas. Eh, a, bueno, los ayudamos a desarrollar sus colecciones para las bibliotecas uh -huh. de aula y para las bibliotecas de las escuelas. Increíble. Públicas, estamos hablando Increíble. de escuelas bilingües wow. públicas. Wow. wow. Eh, y, and, is that doing full time now? Like, just do, or you guys still have a... <laughs> She's like, oh, <laughs> yes. Yo soy full time. Okay. <laughs> sí, me de, sí es, vamos, es todo el día, todas las horas y, y, y no llegamos. Sí, sí, sí. <laughs> y ahora, sí, porque imagino que hay algunas más que van a estar escuchando y que van a decir... Tengo que comunicarme con ellas porque tienen que venir a mi escuela porque my kids' school sucks and they have no, <laughs> no uh, Spanish books. How do we contact you, ladies? Um, they can send us an email. It's info at la-libreria.net. Okay. They can go also to our website to check the kind of books we have. And buy books. And buy books. Uh -huh. <laughs> so it's uh, www.la-libreria.net. And uh, yeah, I think yeah. that's it. And for those of you who live in Los Angeles area, please come to the store. Yes. We are on Mid City. Very yes. close to La Gelaguetza. Vayan, vengan a comer. Exactly. So we are on Washington Boulevard. Uh, it's 4732 and a half. Washington Boulevard in Los Angeles. And awesome. you're open, are you open now every day or just on weekends? Just on weekends. But you can check, uh, uh, you can check out our website for right. any changes in okay. our schedule. Nice. nice. And by appointment, you can you can come during the weekend. Just oh, I really? mean during the weekday. So oh, from oh. Monday to Friday, if you make an appointment with us, like I'm gonna be there at two. Are you available? Just to make sure we are there. We are not at the, another side or at school. At school, mm -hmm. so, yeah. <laughs> exactly. oh, including a book fair. It's pretty interesting. I mean, I you know I only knew the librería, but everything you guys do is really interesting. It's great. Thank you guys for Thank that. Thank you guys. This is amazing. Yay! Yay, Yay for the bilingual kids. Muchas gracias. You guys do in-home consulting. Like consult in like my library. Come and tell me what I'm of missing. Of course. <laughs> no, you know every time I go, I'm like, okay, so what books do you recommend? And like they recommend some pretty cool books. My my daughter is like all about the El Libro Pestoso right now. Uh -huh. I lo We love it. I love that book. And uh, the Los Diez Perritos. And then mm -hmm. it helps because we sing it at night and they're like, oh, and then I've heard her sing it and she goes backward now like counting. 
So I'm like, yes, it's working. Nice. <laughs> yes. Well, we'll be right back, guys, with our uh, Patterns to Patterns segment brought to you by Seven Generation. We'll be right back. with our Patterns to Patterns segment brought to you by 7 Generation where we ask our guests to share with us one pattern in their life that they currently or that they would like to change or they would like to break. Mm-hmm. So, ladies. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Who wants to go first? Tell me a pattern in your life or generational pattern that you want to break in your life. Mm, bueno, en realidad es un, un patrón que... Eh, Ya, ya rompí <risa> bien, bien. lo que quiero romper, pero bueno, desde muy pequeña, bueno, yo soy de México, como les conté, y bueno, yo vine a los Estados Unidos ya, ya de 25 años, ¿no? Entonces, de niña siempre tuve esta idea de que yo quería tener una carrera y quería ser una mamá que trabajaba. Y bueno, en, en mi madre siempre, o sea, estuvo en casa, no porque tanto ella no quisiera, ella quería trabajar, pero pues la época, sí, sí, eh, sí, claro, claro. la manera de pensar de la gente en ese momento, bueno, mi padre le dijo, no, tú eres mamá y tú tienes que estar con tus hijas en casa. Y para mí fue al, siempre fue algo muy, pues no, no entendía por qué, ¿no? Eh, decía, no, pero, pero mi mamá igual debería de salir a trabajar y aparte podría estar en casa. Y siempre eso, tuve esa idea, dije, no, yo voy a estudiar y voy a trabajar cuando, cuando sea mayor y a, a la vez puedo ser mamá también, ¿no? Claro, sí. Y ese es el patrón, digo, generacional que, que rompí porque, bueno, mi madre, mi abuela, mi bisabuela, pues todas sí, estuvieron en casa. Y, en, y te sí. digo, en el caso particular de mi madre, ella siempre tuvo ese, ese sueño, ¿no? De poder haber eh, claro. continuado con su carrera, pero... Desafortunadamente, te digo, en ese momento, pues mi padre decía, no, no, usted se queda en casita y a cuidar a las niñas y a cocinar, y a cocinar exacto. Y a plancharme mi ropa. Y bueno, lo rompí a tal extremo que ahora, bueno, tengo, estoy con el proyecto de la librería, también doy clases en la Universidad de California State, en California State University, en el campus de Dominguez Hills. Eh, creo que ya se me pasó un poquito. Tengo dos trabajos y unos hijos que cuidar, pero, pero bueno, lo disfruto bastante, sí, la sí. verdad. Good pattern. Good pattern, really. All right, working moms. <risa> bueno, yo tengo muchos, la verdad, no sé cuántos voy a conseguir romper, pero a mí me gustaría, mi mayor reto creo es eh, no solo con mi hija, transmi- transmitirle... Eh, pues no el, el amor por ser quien es uh-huh. y, y por ser mujer y, y, y vivir su pues su proceso de, de cambio de primera regla de pues, si decide tener hijos o no no con no como algo que hay que esconder claro. ni como algo puro claro. no sino como como lo que es sí, 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 ¿no? sí, pues claro. la maternidad es dura y uno a veces ama a sus hijos pero también los odia y no pasa nada <risa> No. Tener esos, esos, esos sentimientos sí, sí. Y, y el parto pues tiene sangre y no es blanco ¿no? Sí, sí. y las niñas no son siempre princesas, también son guerreras sí. y el bebé no se duerme Exacto. Así, si no llora ¿eh? ¿No? o sea como un poco ¿no? Des, desempolvar o más ¿no? esas, claro. esas pues esa preconceptions sí, esos, sí, romper digamos ¿no? esos, esos prejuicios en realidad, yo siento que son prejuicios y sí. que son además 
eh, resultado de una herencia machista, ¿no? Claro. Eh, pero mi mayor reto, además de con mi hija, que siento que, bueno, que eso probablemente lo tenga, ¿no? Es con mis hijos. Sí. Es decir, que los hijos eh, conozcan el cuerpo de la mujer, entiendan, ¿no? Lo que atraviesan las mujeres. Eh, en, sepan que hay que respetarlas, que son iguales que ellos y que eso empieza o sea, desde temprana edad. O sí. sea, que no por ser hombres o mujeres va a haber... Hay diferencias, pero no por eso te hace uno, ¿no? uno superior al otro o inferior al otro, o tienes más derechos o menos derechos. Ah. Entonces me parece que ellos... ¿no? Pues hay que jugar con bebés, aunque sean niños, y a las niñas hay que comprar juguetes, ¿no? aunque uh -huh. sean dos ejemplos muy tontos, si queréis. ¿no? Pero... Creo que es importante, o sea, que en realidad el, el machismo se rompe en casa y empieza cuando el hombre, ya sea bebé o sea adulto, ocupa el espacio que le toca, ¿no? Claro, sí. Y, y también la mujer en ese sentido le tiene que dejar al hombre ocupar ese espacio, ¿no? Wow. Entonces creo que es importante que, además ahora, ¿no? Pues recuerdo toda la manifestación que ha habido en... En México, ¿no? De ni una más, ni una muerta más, el, el, ¿no? el suceso horroroso en, en Brasil, ¿no? Que, de, en fin, que violaron, ¿no? La, la violación esta masiva, ¿no? De una menor. En España los índices de, de mujeres eh, asesinadas por, ¿no? por sus maridos es muy alto. En fin, o sea, es un tema que nos sí. toca a nosotros, pero que no se puede resolver... Si, no, si, 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 si el hombre no participa activamente, ¿no? Claro, claro. Y digo, siento acabar con... <risa> bueno, no acabar, pero hablar de eso, pero creo que no, es importante. No, es súper es... importante. Especialmente, yo, ten, yo, soy, yo tengo un hijo varón, entonces, para mí, sí es cierto, creo que uno lo quiera o no, siempre trae como eso en, en su cabeza de que, pero es que los hombres son así, y es que el hombre va a ser así. Y, y lo, porque es hombre. Porque es hombre. O porque o, es mujer. Ajá, entonces... Yo creo que lo que tú dices es extremadamente importante porque mi hijo, antes que nada, tiene que, tiene que aprender a respetar a una mujer, uh -huh. um, igual como todo ser humano. Y si todas las mamás nos ponemos de acuerdo en eso, podemos romper muchísimas cosas horribles que están pasando ahorita en el mundo contra las mujeres. Así que estoy contigo con eso. Yeah. Um, yo tengo dos, dos niñas y, y estoy contigo también en lo de las mujeres, de quitarles... Eh, el, el lo que es esconder el cuerpo eh, sino ser abiertos y para mí igual bueno, es difícil porque la generación anterior a mí era todo, oh eso es malo, eso es sucio, eso es eso entonces uno viene con eso pero tienes toda la razón, es algo súper importante que tenemos que hacer en la casa once again to learn more about 7th Generation please visit their website at 7thgeneration.com And if you guys buy their awesome products like my sister and I do, yes. <laughs> please um, upload your picture on Instagram and hashtag my sister and I using our hashtag SuperMamaGeneration. We'd love to see what you guys are loving this week. I, uh, what is it that I'm that I'm loving this week from Seven Generation? But now, what are you? I actually uh, over the weekend I went to Target, and when I went to Target, that I told you, um, I <laughs> surprise, actually, surprise, I no. went to Target. Um, I picked up the um, recyclable recycled paper paper towels mm -hmm. because I use them. I would like not to use paper towels, but I have to. Yes. So if I'm going to use them, might as well use recycle recycled yes. paper towels for the environment. So, yep. So you know, I think late, more than more than anything now that we're moms, we think about so much more about the environment. Like oh, yeah. every time I hear like, I don't know, I think like that's like a whole other subject that I don't <laughs> yeah. want to like open up to right now. But like every time I hear about like what can happen to our environment in like oh, yeah. 10 years, 15 years, and I'm like, 
and what about my grandchildren? Like, mm-hmm. where are they gonna live? And like, where does all this trash live? Like, oh, I can get Let's like not talk about trash I get like anxiety when I think too. about like sort of like our water consumption and like the products that we use but and you just know, like everything that's helpful for the environment. And like, I don't want to really get like deep into it, but um, I don't know. Like, using recyclable products, yeah, I think should be a important. priority in and everyone's life. I just think it's very important just to point out like now nowadays, our kids are getting educated on the environment really early mm-hmm. so that helps me keep like keep because Chris is always like remember mommy we have to save the planet yeah. so you know I'm always like yeah you're right you know so you know I'm very glad that nowadays we were not educated on that yeah we were not that's the truth so our kid my daughter is four and she knows all about recycling and all of that stuff so I think that's huge and it's very important that she knows that I'm actually buying products that are helping that, yeah you know. recycle reduce reuse yes alright guys um, we'll be back with another segment our super mama pick our kid of the week okay Wonderful segment, our super mama pick or tip of the week. Paulina, do you want to go first? As always, I think no. I, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna pass it on to our guests first, so they can give. My sister always buys things, so <laughs> this is her favorite segment. But ladies, any picks, any tips, any tricks that you guys want to share with our listeners? Um, any have, favorite things? <laughs> I have a little tip. I actually doing a little um, un curso de mindfulness. Oh, that's another subject. <laughs> that's a whole other subject. That. <laughs> But um, I'm just learning. I soy una principiante. Um, but uh, it actually helped me a lot to sleep deep, profundamente. No, si no dormimos profundamente al día siguiente, el día está torcido. No. Mm-hmm. Bueno, yo por lo menos como mamá de tres siento que mi reserva es muy poca. <laughs> y si no duermo. Al día siguiente no, no rindo, ¿no? Oh, Estoy yeah, de yeah. mal humor, no acabo mal con, ¿no? pues con Selene, con, con mi esposo, con mis hijos. Pero me ha ayudado a... Son, bueno, puede ser meditaciones de 5, 10 o 15 minutos. Uh-huh. Y las puedes hacer sola, acompañada o, en fin, o siguiendo, ¿no? Los, hay varios audios gra- gratuitos en el internet. Pero creo como que te ayuda a... a Tener esos cinco minutos para ti misma, ¿no? Donde uh-huh. de alguna manera te sientes en paz o, o, en, o igual, no sé, recuerdas cosas que no te han gustado de ti uh-huh. o que no te han gustado de, ¿no? de situaciones que has vivido y dices, bueno, ok, esto ha pasado así, pero ya lo, vi, lo ves con cierta distancia y uno como se acuesta y dice, bueno, ahora ya no, me voy más tranquila, eso ya pasó, mañana es un día, ¿no? Mañana oh. es otro día y, y no sé, creo que es una manera de... Release the stress little by little, mm-hmm. right, right. ¿no? Porque en realidad, pues eh, la vida es un maratón, ¿no? O sea, no es de que, bueno, va, hoy hago todo, esta semana todo, ya se resuelven los problemas, ¿no? En realidad es día, day by day, Como dijo un gran poeta, los caminos de la vida no son como yo pensaba. <laughs> <laughs> son como son. <laughs> do you have like an app that you use or anything that you can, that right now, or is it, do you, do you just sit down and just breathe for five minutes? Well, there is a website. It's uh, it's actually a UCLA website oh. called Mark M A uh, R C Mark at UCLA is mindfulness. I don't. Know, it's an acronym. I don't know exactly mm-hmm. what it stands for. And they have the um, 
five minutes, ten minutes, or fifteen minutes in English and in Spanish. <gasps> oh, they do. That's so, great. Yeah. Oh, so, Mark. Yeah. Okay, Mark. Well, we'll Mark, you see the mindfulness and you check it out. You'll yeah, I'll, I'll look it up and then I'm gonna put the links on our website. All, all the information that we talked about in our notes. on our show notes, mm-hmm. supermamaspodcast.com. <laughs> all right, another pick tip, Selene. Bueno, yo voy a hablar específicamente de cómo hacer que tus hijos se involucren más en la lectura, oh, especialmente no, no, cuando pues, estás ¿cómo? educando niños bilingües, ¿no? Sí, sí. Eh, yo tengo la situación con mi hija, ella es bilingüe, pero tiene una preferencia particular por la lectura en inglés. Uh-huh. Y es muy buena lectora, o sea, no, no tengo ningún problema con eso, pero lo que he notado últimamente es que tiene preferencia por los libros en inglés, que no está mal, pero necesita <risa> seguir leyendo también en, en español. Entonces digo, bueno, ¿cómo le puedo hacer? Obviamente, pues teniendo la librería siempre llegaba y, ay, mira este libro, ¿no lo quieres leer? ¿Qué tal este otro? Y ella, no, mamá, no, mamá, no, mamá. Y bueno, dije, a ver, vamos a buscar otra estrategia <risa> ahí para llegarle. Entonces lo que empecé a hacer fue a a dejar el libro en la mesa de la cocina por las noches eh, para que ella cuando se levantara en la mañana lo viera ahí y empezara ella por sí sola a leerlo. Como si, si lo hubiera olvidado yo. En lugar de decirle, oye, ponte a leer este libro, ¿qué te parece? Entonces dejé de, de, de decirle que tenía que leer en español y lo que hago es colocar libros en diferentes lugares de la casa. Como en oh. el baño. Como en el baño, exacto. <risa> <risa> en, al lado de su cama o no sé, en varios lugares por la casa de manera que ella de repente, sí, si claro. lo ve, se sienta y empieza a ojearlo y eventualmente a leerlo. Y ha funcionado bastante bien. Yo pensé que no, no me iba a funcionar. Espero que no escuche. <risa> Exacto, pero creo que, que, que ha valido bastante la pena porque sí estaba haciendo, a lo mejor yo también por mi propia desviación profesional de ser librera, pues ya la había agobiado un poco, ¿no? Con el tema de la lectura Ajá. y especialmente en español, sí. pero pero al final fue algo algo que, que funcionó y ya nada más dejo el librito por ahí nice. y ya la encuentro mm-hmm. de repente leyéndolo. That's a great tip. <risa> I'm gonna do that with my husband with other things. Like, <laughs> <laughs> put a little, catalog put here. A catalog Nordstrom's there. catalog over here. <laughs> a Victoria's Secret catalog over there. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, maybe I should buy this for my wife. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, but Ina, do you have any? I have a tip now. I. I always, I have, since I have a lot, I always like to listen to other people first to see where I'm gonna go. <laughs> um, but actually, you know, actually, this tip um, started just this weekend because I saw Elizabeth. Elizabeth, or she was in my house. Who was our episode? Who was like a couple episodes ago? Our sister, our little sister, <laughs> aka so, Chili's. Yeah. So you know, I remember we went to see the Jungle Book. They gave us like a diary for Krista. Oh, uh huh. Okay. Yes. So she's had it, and she's just well, been doing. It was mine, but I gave it to Krista. Yeah. So she's just been like, you know, she doesn't know how to write yet, but she was doing that. So when Elizabeth left, I saw that. I saw that, and then I opened it, and I saw that Elizabeth had written down everything that Krista told her. So she started, she wrote down, like, you know, messages for me, for Sabina, for everything. And then I was like, I need to start doing that with her so she can start getting into the habit of journaling. Because I know how, you know, I don't have that habit. And a lot of people have it. And I know a lot of people, like, really enjoy it. And it's good for people. Mm -hmm. So I said, so now every night, besides reading a book, 
I tell her to tell me things and I write them for them and I date it. Oh, that's beautiful. I date it and then I, she tells me just random things like, Mommy, I want you to marry Daddy or like, you know, things like that. I'm like, I'm already <laughs> married. can marry him again. But, you know, things like she says, message for Mommy, message for Daddy, message for Sabina. And I've been dating it. So, like, down the road in a couple of years, we'll go back and read whatever she's telling me because she can't write it herself. So I think and I'm hoping that's going to help her start journaling you know and maybe help you too maybe help me too <laughs> yeah because i'm writing for her so I might as well write for myself <laughs> oh i love so that too. yeah oh that's a great thank tip. you elizabeth by the <laughs> way <laughs> thank you chilis thank you chilis uh darn mine has nothing to do with uh <laughs> reading or education sorry guys uh <laughs> i buy stuff all the time as well <laughs> and i wanted to let you guys know that i just purchased an air filter for my baby's room. Oh, yeah, yeah, because he's been sick. He's been, I mean, I think we all know that, like, when kids go into daycare, it's like, they're like moco machines. I think it's oh, probably yeah. what I call them. There's just, like, a <laughs> constant flow of, like, mocos. Like, they don't stop. All the time. It's like, all the time, right? <laughs> and, you know, you're always, like, you know, trying to get the moco. And I get it. Like, it's just a part of life, and you have to live with the mocos. <laughs> but to prevent so many mocos from coming... Um, I already have a pure uh, an air, and I already have an air mister in his in his room, like mm-hmm. a humidifier, that I have. But like, I felt like I needed something else, and then I bought this uh, air filter, kind of like a little common, like a little fan. Uh-huh. Um, and it was forty nine dollars. Oh wow, uh, that's not that expensive because I thought nope. they were in like the hundreds. No, no, no. So hold on, let me let me pull it up so I can know what. Uh, the name of it exactly and it goes on top of his nightstand like it doesn't like sit on the on the floor mm-hmm. there's a bigger one but i bought him a, a smaller one because his room isn't isn't big or anything and it looks like a like a speaker mm-hmm. like, that's another thing too you know because sometimes you're like i don't want this clunk in my house like what is that huge thing right there <laughs> oh that's my air purifier and it doesn't look pretty because um, i have one for my room that i bought a long time ago but like i hate it because it's clunky but i'm like i have to have it because if not i wake up with with allergies yeah. if I don't use it so I bought this little one from him look it looks like a speaker and it's called the Guardian Technologies Germ Guardian the model number is AC4100 3 in 1 HIPAA air purifier system with UV sanitizer and odor reduction <laughs> but no look, look at what it. that means right looks good right? how big it is it's like a speaker it's like this the, okay it's like this and oh, oh it's okay. like probably the size of this box. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I have it. One feet maybe. <laughs> yeah, and I put it on top of a stand and I, you know, look, it's like this. Oh. I, right. mean, I was going to buy one for La Libreria at Costco the other day, but uh-huh. I stopped myself. I just think it's important. I'm going to get one for the office here too cuz I feel like a huge it's like a huge yeah. difference and I've noticed that when I don't sleep with the air filter on in my room, I wake up with like my nose stuffy, my eyes are a little watery. But especially with the time, with like, you know, the change in um, times right now, like the season change, mm-hmm. I think it's important that everybody gets a purifier for their kid's room. And an AC. Um, <laughs> AC coming up for, <laughs> for, for the summer. But that's my, that's my pick this that's week. That's a good pick. That's, that's a good that's pick. That's my pick this week. And it was $49. That's not bad. You know, not bad at all. It's not, you know, I mean, it's not 300 that you know people i sometimes think that purifiers like that's what hundreds. i thought that's what i thought but this one's 49 dollars and it sits on top and it does the job so nice that's my pick. thank you ladies for being here thank you so gracias much a vosotras. Uh, gracias 
I love your accent, and by the way. I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you, you sound so professional and proper. <laughs> it's the equivalent of a British accent in English. I know. It is. It is. The Spanish accent is, yeah. The equivalent. Yeah. Like if you, it was like if you had a British, if you're speaking English or you're speaking with a British accent. That's the same thing as speaking with it. And I'm pushing them to start their podcast. Yes, okay, you guys? guys, we are. Send them. We will think about it very seriously. <laughs> we want them to start a story podcast. Yes. In Spanish for our kids. In Spanish. So right, that ladies? way I can... You know, also because I was thinking today... I don't know. I think of the future a lot. But <laughs> <laughs> I was driving my kid to school this morning and I'm like, what about when he get, gets old? Because I always like listen to like KPCC or something. I'm like, what am I going to put on when he's like a little older, like three I need something that he can listen to right. in Spanish, a story or something, something educational in Spanish that I can put on the car and he can just hear. Yeah, because right now I'm but putting we spend just so Spanish much time station, in the car. Yeah, we spend so the much time in the car. The you know, greatest. we have CDs with stories in La Libreria if you want to oh. come. Oh, <laughs> audio books. Okay. Too. Oh. Good idea, but do the podcast. All right, guys. <laughs> uh, don't forget to buy your tickets at Super Mama Social, where La Libreria will be there selling their books. Yeah, yeah. so excited I'm about so that. Excited. Come and buy books from La Libreria and get your tickets at supermamasocial.com. And don't forget to visit our, I mean, follow us on the social media. At underscore Supermamas and Instagram and Twitter, uh, Supermamas Podcast on Facebook and or website, www.supermamaspodcast.com. Join our closed Facebook group, which is growing and growing and growing. We need a professional moderator. <laughs> we are going to have a professional moderator. Okay. We'll let you guys know who it is. Uh, but we're going to have a moderator there to start conversations and, you know, just to keep it more active and fun. We chose a really fun person for that job. Okay. <laughs> Secret. Uh, <laughs> 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 but, um, yes, we can't wait for to have you guys at the social and, you know, just everything that's going to happen there. I can't wait. It's only a couple of weeks away. couple of weeks? No. no. Wait. Like six weeks. Well, Don't see scare that, me. That's the thing. Like, I... <laughs> I, a couple of weeks now. July 9th. I still have problems in, so in thinking in English and translating from Spanish oh, to English. Okay. So, algunas semanas. Oh, right. You always say a couple. <laughs> and I always I'm say like, a couple. And I'm like, it's not a couple, Paulina. It's a few. Yeah, a few. A few. Thank you for correcting. Yeah. A few <laughs> weeks. And so she's like, it's just a couple of things. And she brings like 10. I'm like, that is not a couple. <laughs> <laughs> a yeah, couple I, of two. I, I'm the other way. I translate very little from Spanish to English. And sometimes it does not come out correctly. <laughs> All right, ladies. Thank you so much. And we will see you next week. Super Mama. Super Mama. Bye. Hasta luego.